Hi, I'm Michaela Mitchell. And I'm Brooke Berry. Um, welcome back to our podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about um, social media and platforms that teachers are using in their classroom with their students and with everybody else. So I found this article online that says social networks for teachers. And it mainly talks about how Twitter is where most educators are professionally and where most of their discussion is happening. So, which I think is super weird because I just go on Twitter for fun. Um, But it says that over half a billion tweets every single day are related to education. Um, And that's only on Twitter. That doesn't include other platforms like Facebook. um, Because there's also groups on Facebook pages where teachers join, which with these social media sites, um, educators can be connected uh, nationwide, worldwide. You can be tweeting at um, a teacher over in Norway and you could be in America and you could be sharing your thoughts and ideas about um, what you're doing in your classroom. I think um, that is so cool how our world has advanced. So we have those resources. Like they didn't have those. Even when I was in elementary, I think the biggest resource they had was Skype <laughs> with different um, schools. Yep. So that's super cool. Another way I've noticed that teachers have been connecting with others is they have different blogs that they'll use. So teachers will write a blog and then they can share it um, with other teachers or even like their families of their students of how their week went. And other teachers are using podcasts a lot to um, help with different ideas or they use those in their classrooms as well to help their students as well as they have classroom websites that they'll put out um, for their parents to access and that's kind of a home base for their classroom what do you think about oh no you're good (laughs) Um, (laughs) I actually just went to um, a middle school that I've been observing for for uh, for one of my classes and they have um, a class site that it's a science class so they did a really cool science experiment and the teacher was like taking pictures of the experiment and um he was like, I'll upload that to the blog later. So that, yeah, a lot of teachers, even in our area, are using technology like that. What's your opinion on using podcasts in classrooms? Um, I think it's definitely a cool way to go about it. Uh, they can, I mean, like any age can use it. There's also an article out there that I read um, that says, Teachers are turning to podcasts as an instructional tool. Uh, Teachers are giving their students uh, ideas of what they can do, and they give them the opportunity to record themselves on a podcast. Uh, One of the examples was this kindergarten classroom. They um, all did a podcast together, and they put, uh, they said the best part of me in a podcast. And these cute little five and six-year-olds saying, I like my eyes or I like my teeth because it helps me too. So there's so many different things that can be done. It can just be cute little things like that, or they can be like, like big educational, um, like 
you know, big ideas in their podcast. Yeah, I um, actually read an article where teachers are utilizing different podcasts um, to help teach their students. One teacher said um, that she'll have students listen to an educational podcast. And then while they're listening to that on like headphones or she'll have a speaker with her, they'll go on walks either around the school or outside just so the students are still being active while they're still learning. I thought that was a really cool way to incorporate two different aspects of school. And another article I read talked about how they use um, podcasts for book discussions rather than having students um, just sit in a circle and talk. They'll record the podcast so they can go back and listen to it. And then if they do it each chapter, then they can listen to how the book progressed in different ways. So I think podcasts are a really cool tool that teachers are starting to incorporate more and more. Yeah, I like it. It also, you know, eliminates the, um, like for the book thing, you writing down a summary of each chapter, which I mean, when I was in school, that was really annoying to me that I would have to read a chapter and then write down a summary. Instead, you can just talk into your phone or into a website and that's the information that you yeah have. and it's um it probably gets more details from students because I remember when writing it down I just wrote the bare minimum and when you're talking it's yep. easier to put more details and opinions in yeah totally um so let's move on and talk about um how different schools are um starting to use more things besides just technology, just what they're starting to change compared to normal, typical schools. So I recently read an article. No, actually, this came from our book, um, Digital Leadership, and it talked about how this high school's population was growing and they'd add on to the school, but there'd still be way too many students. And then their Wi-Fi network crashed because there were so many people bringing their own devices getting on the network that it just either slowed it down or it just stopped altogether so they and when they designed it they really um away from the traditional classroom and traditional school and incorporated a lot of different um things so it was a three-story building and they had a total of 14 classrooms And in seven of those classrooms, they have individual conference rooms that had, um, like, soft seating. Um, Each classroom had a projector that you can connect with any device. And for teachers and students to utilize that as a study tool or a teaching and learning tool, Um, a lot of their seating was flexible seating. They didn't really have desks or chairs in the classrooms. And they even talked about how, because this was for a high school, they went back to the elementary idea of having bright, colorful colors. And um, they got really positive feedback from the students from having that. It was just more of an inviting environment for them, they said. And they also kind of set it up more like a college campus and would have just different lounge areas throughout the building for students just to kind of chill and do their homework so a lot of new stuff they did to that and they've gotten a lot of positive feedback I feel like having it set up that way it really helps students become more comfortable Mm -hmm. in their environment 
and like facilitates learning rather than just having like a blackboard in front of you and 20 desks Mm -hmm. I do too and um they all also mentioned google and how the author had recently visited the google's offices and they have so many cool um ideas they put into their office that could really be a great tool in classrooms and schools they have a large jungle um cafeteria with plants and natural lighting and waterfalls and I just think that environment would be so much more comfortable and relaxing to study in compared to like just a plain cafeteria with long tables and brick walls yeah definitely that's a lot cooler I would like to learn in that environment way better than my high school that I grew up in and what environment I learned in there so um I recently listened to a podcast from the Create Creatively Connected Classroom with K-12 Art Chat. It was an episode about different views with Matt Wyman and Matt Cockle, Cockrell. And they talked a lot about feedback, and I think they got a lot of positive feedback from that classroom and then they talked about feedback with individual students and the best way for teachers to give feedback what are your opinions on the best way for a teacher to give feedback in a classroom I think um honestly just I think the podcast is a really good idea to give them feedback to record down um your thoughts you talking about there about their work and stuff like that. I also think um, what I use or what a lot of my professors use is in the Google and Google Docs and being able to write down your thoughts and opinions and sharing it directly with your students is really, really helpful. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I, I have a lot of teachers that are using Google Docs and I think with the more technology we get, the more ways we have to use feedback. So I think that's really cool. And it looks yeah, like me too. we are running out of time for this episode of our podcast. So maybe next week we'll continue talking about the different ways to give feedback in a classroom and how the different ways can affect your students' learning. Yeah, sounds um, good. See you next, next time. Week. <laughs> next <All right>. week. Next <laughs> week. Bye, everyone. Bye.